Welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are your hosts. I'm Starf Chris. <laughs> this is Sam Kiss. What I don't like funny? that. Our, I don't like. Funny? I don't like that our names rhyme. Snarf Chris and Sam Kiss. My name's been this for you've had your like name ten longer. years. Okay, so that's so funny. you can change yeah, your name again if you want. But it's Snarf. That's so. not very. You should have a. You should have a alter ego for each individual podcast that you do. I should have, have a different wrestling name, name here. Uh, and then a, yeah, my wrestling name Snarf Chris. There you go. Yeah. Uh, first, I want to apologize because um, I've heard from quite a few different people on our last podcast. We scared the piss out of some people Why? when our microphones cut and the commercial just pops up. I don't know if you heard it. But it's well, very, I knew why it happened. It's very jarring. <laughs> 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 well, we had technical difficulties. Yeah, we had, we had lightning, lightning storm strike the house. Going out, you know, around I didn't us. realize that's what, that was your quick edit was, we'll just go to a commercial. We'll just, just go, go to, to a commercial. commercial. <laughs> it should cut to, like, the, uh, the uh, what's it called, like, the, the standby alert uh, ringing sound. Nice. Something like that. That we, might have been less jarring. It could have been, but we, I just cut to a commercial. Um, so I'm sorry for everybody that sent me that they had headphones on and it scared them. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll try not to do that again. <laughs> we got a busy couple of, next. We got a busy month was wrestling. God, wrestling. So this weekend you got a busy weekend. Well, it's Wildcats got a two for two for one weekend show, which is crazy. I was talking to someone that so Wildcats home base has been for uh between two schools venues and schools in the metairie area of jd meisler and grace king for years and they still do shows there but i was just thinking back on this past year that they've been expanding to the degree that we haven't done a a jd meisler or grace king like show since january because we had the georgia show and the philadelphia show the x-ray show the wrestlecon show during wrestlemania was at a Bigger venue with the rest of WrestleCon. And then we've got the Baton Rouge show on Friday, today. And then the Back to Magnolia Gardens, uh, the Magnolia Community Center on Saturday, which is going to be pretty crazy. It was, I mean, the fact that we're doing, I mean, the logistics of doing a show and then tearing it down to then go back to bring up the other ring. I don't know how people do that nonstop. The thing, like, like when WWE does a Raw there's a for, whole crew that does it. Well, it's not just that. It's that from what I've read is that there there are three raw rings, for example. There's the show one might that's be going on right other, now. Right. One is being broken down from the previous show, and one is on the road already to being set up. And that it's so it's on a cycle Constantly of three rotating. different ones. I mean, that's a very you know the the set design for Monday Night Raw is absurd. The fact that they're able to keep that going every week for the last since what 1993 or whatever it is so you know kudos to them but that being said wildcats got a big show tomorrow baton rouge area tonight. i can't wait tonight, tonight yeah if you're listening to so it. if you're listening to us now you should have already gone for it but you go to the the magnolia community services show tomorrow possibly if there are any tickets left uh go to the website we'll have a link to it in the show notes page on somewhatnerdy.com jay spade and buku down man i'm, I'm actually uh, looking forward to the flamingo and the danny Stone flamingo match, and agron so. well you yeah they've both been on the show so you have an invested interest in that i'm really excited about um so el cuervo's inviting uh chuck divine who's a new wildcat guy who's okay. having his He's wrestled a couple of dark sh- matches, but this is his. I would I would argue his his real Wildcat debut. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how well he does. Uh, also on uh, Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday, the 
Master Square Garden Ring of Honor tickets went on sale. Oh God, yeah. Um, last report that I saw on Wednesday, we're recording this on the day they will go on sale. Uh, they're sixty percent sold out already. Wow, like pre-sales and things like that. Pre-sales and stuff like that. You had to be a Super Card of Honor uh, member. Okay. Um, and apparently, uh, every one of their members decided to go buy a ticket. Yeah, I bet. Uh, good for them. I mean, I would hope so. Yeah. Uh, it's still a show. I think that I'm going. We're going to try to go to, but it's way too early to plan that. It's crazy that the legacy of Madison Square of Madison Square Garden is an accurate one. Like mm-hmm. there really is a true legacy and heritage there. But even if there wasn't. The way WWE talks about, like, 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 pretend that that's WWE's not WWE's already built it up so much. Well, that's what I'm saying. Did all like, the work for. Saying, even if it wasn't a big deal, doing it with how the WWE talks about it alone makes it a big deal. On top of the fact that it actually is genuinely a big deal, it's so crazy. I mean, that's not till um, that's WrestleMania, WrestleMania weekend, weekend next, next year. year. I mean, we've which got is way too early. In, all ends in like three weeks. Three weeks. So we got SummerSlam next weekend, and then is that next weekend? It's next weekend. So we got uh, NXT Takeover, which God, is going to be yeah. the night before. Uh, Keith Lee debuted on NXT. I love Keith Lee. I do too. Uh, it's a squash match with a, a jobber. I don't know who it I is. I know we talked about it last week when he. So when I saw Shane, and, and if you've seen Shane Taylor, he wrestles for Ring of Honor, and he's lost a lot of weight in Ring of Honor too. Yeah, he when he was in Wildcat, he was. A big old boy. Big old boy. Yeah. Like North 300. I'd argue you could le- you could definitely promote him as over 400, even though I don't think he mm-hmm. was. But he was a big guy. And when I ran into him at, the, at a Ring of Honor TV taping, he was just working security. Like, he was just working the show that night, but he wasn't on the card. He was like, are you going to be at the show tomorrow? And I said, yeah. So, come, good, because we're going to be working tomorrow. And Keith Lee came over, and he said hi and introduced himself. And I just assumed... From knowing Shane's work, that Keith Lee being his tag team partner, that he would work the same way as Shane as being this big, lumbering powerhouse of a guy, as you would expect of anybody. Braun Strowman, you know, the big powerhouse, the the quintessential WWE monster style of a big, lumbering, powerful monster kind of guy. And then if you haven't seen Keith Lee, I almost don't want to spoil it for you, and the, and the possibility that you don't know, Keith Lee is just... If you don't know, you're in for a giant <laughs> surprise. I mean, I I assume I haven't watched NXT, but I mean, it's like he's, if he's able to do Keith Lee things. <laughs> yeah, which I don't know why they wouldn't let him. Exactly, because it's safe. It's still safe stuff. Yeah, um, he's gonna be awesome. It's amazing. It never doesn't work. It's like the same shtick every time, and every time I watch him do a match, there's always someone near me that's just blown away at just i did not expect so i highly right recommend if you're not watching nxt to watch nxt Keith, and i neglected to mention shane taylor is going to be at both shows this weekend with wildcat too oh awesome yeah, he's yeah. gonna he's wrestling mike dell luke hawks and chase valor baton rouge's own on friday and then he's working the saturday show too which is pretty awesome um they shane also taylor. announced for nxt takeover um alistair black versus Ciampa versus Gargana. Of course they did. Yeah. The, We've been talking about that for a while. Which we kind of figured know, it was going to happen. I haven't been able to really relish the fact that for years, which is, it, it sounds stupid to say for years, but for years I've been thinking, eventually Ciampa and Gargano are going to face each other, and it's going to be the greatest thing that's ever happened. And it's happening, and I don't even care that, like, it's like this, I mean, not that I don't care about what's happening, I'm saying that, like, the idea that, like, I called it, like, like I knew 
it's been very I don't want to say by the book wrestling, but it's like nothing they've done is like out of the ordinary. It's not like strange wrestling. It's arguably wrestling one oh one in the way they're telling the story. But they're just doing it so damn well. Perfect. You know? Like Chomp is not like innovative in the things he's saying, but he's just so genuine that you really hate, you know, like him saying he's the best ever, you know, that all that kind of stuff is. Has oh, he's been said now before. the Ali Ali of wrestling. Yeah, you know. Uh, oh, his Twitter account is the best thing in the whole time. And same world, with Gargano, so, you know, yeah. he's arguably doing Daniel Bryan better than Daniel Bryan in NXT. Which I mean, hundred percent. You know, just you know, and the whole thing is it. I we know Daniel Bryan generally like that, like really. Yeah. But I believe it more from Johnny Gargano. <laughs> yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. But no, I a lot of people are throwing it around, and I think it's way too early to throw it around, but do you think this goes down as one of the greatest feuds ever? It has to. Yeah. it's The thing about NXT is that eventually the people in NXT come to the main roster, and I and it's it's time will tell. It's like the Nakamura-Sami Zayn match a couple years ago was revered as one of the greatest things ever. But I feel like that it's been tarnished somewhat by the way... Like, if Sami Zayn and Nakamura left WWE tomorrow, I feel like the highlight would obviously be... Be their NXT that, match. The NXT match. Yeah. But then I feel like part of the wonder of NXT is Nakamura that... Is fighting our Is truth, that they're having you know? this match, but then that's still that the ceiling is wide open above them, too. That it's as good as it is now, but that it, who knows where it could go in the in the future. So when you know where it's going, sometimes I feel like... It's disappointing to see how good it is and that it was squandered later. Because Nakamura and Sami Zayn wrestled on the main roster. And, and who knows when that happened, you know, like, or, you know, the quality of the match or what anybody cared about it. So I just hope that they doesn't wrestle happen. on the main roster? They wrestled on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, they sure did. Yeah, uh, I, I think a couple I, times. I forgot about that. Ciampa right now is one of the best heels I've ever seen. I've always loved Tommaso Ciampa. When he was in Ring of Honor, I remember thinking, that's what got me back into Ring of Honor after, like, Punk and Joe and Daniel Bryan So I never, there anymore. never paid to attention to him until DIY. So okay. I, I didn't see any of the Ring of Honor. I saw it now. I've seen it now. Okay. And that was what's so weird about us because Gargano was not a Ring of Honor guy. So Gargano was Mr. Dragon Gate and other indie promotions. Mr. Indie promotion, just like Chris Hero. But was not associated specifically with the Ring of Honor, as opposed to Ciampa, who, while well, he was wasn't other things, guy. he was a big Ring of Honor guy. And they both left, like, Ch- Gargano left Evolve, and Ciampa left Ring of Honor. And then they both just showed up in a backstage segment one day. Together. Together. Which is what's so brilliant about it, is that, like, their story as partners and all that is, even though they're both indie darlings and everybody loves them, this entire story is 100% wwe they weren't a team that they took from the indies and put on nxt they were two indie guys that they made a new team a new thing in nxt so all of diy and all that stuff none of that was before they got to nxt so i think that's part of why it works is because it's a blending of both things it's not like kevin owens and Sami Zayn where you're going to compare them to generico and steen from before it's that it's completely new creation with established guys from the indie scenes in nxt and i mean you know the proof is right there. Yeah, it. Uh, my fear, my my constant fear was the whole entire thing. Though, is this the main roster? Like, what do you do with them after this feud? Well, I mean, you've seen what they did with Bailey and Sasha alone. Like, as an example of something that was, I thought the Bailey Sasha. I still think the Bailey Sasha match from Takeover 
is the best women's match I've ever seen. It is because it is. It's one of the best matches. matches. Exactly, not, and that's yeah. the that's the important caveat is that that's it's, it's not, it's a, not a women's it's, match. It's not it's that it was an amazing it's just match. an amazing match. Yeah, as agreed. Those, I remember um, having people over watching, just what you know, having a barbecue. People and a lot of people there that weren't really into wrestling. I don't, you know, even when I have a party specifically to watch wrestling shows, people inevitably come over that aren't really into wrestling and they scoff and they. Do you, you know, talk to people that don't like wrestling? I almost exclusively talk to people that don't like wrestling. I don't know why. It doesn't even make any people, sense. You know, people. I don't. I don't like to force things on. But if you're coming over at my house and I'm watching wrestling, you're gonna watch wrestling. I've had friends get up and leave when I put wrestling on. Yeah. Well, and so. <laughs> case in point though is that people there. I know some people specifically that would be characteristic of that kind of behavior that got invested in that specific in that match, match because of how good it was. That's cool. I mean, man, wrestling today though. I was thinking earlier today the uh, the WrestleMania 30 was okay. So four and a half years ago, there was a um, there was a Dragon Gate USA pay per view in New Orleans. Is it weekend. New Orleans? Okay. And the main event was Johnny Gargano defending his Open the Dragon Gate Championship, which he had held for I think like over 800 days. Nice. Something like that. He was like the longest reigning champion on the indie scene, or something like. It was like. You know, and he was in his heel run as a little jerk. He had like a little rat tail. Not a rat tail, but like almost a mullet. Do it like and, my uh, thing? Kind of like how your hair looks right now, yeah, actually. Yeah, awesome. And, and he was fighting Ricochet. So it was Johnny Gargano versus okay. Ricochet. Main event went like 40 minutes. Awesome match. And there was maybe 300 people there. Nice. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Like that's being It's like the kind. days of this like having dead how WrestleMania weekends And if you think over. about like if you put Johnny Gargano for the NXT title against Ricochet... That sold out immediately. Yeah. 10,000 seats, 12,000 seats, whatever. We got all in, sold out in 30 minutes. You got the Madison Square Garden. Like, what world are we living pe- in right now? How many How many seats are in Madison Square Garden? Oh, I don't know. It's It's got to be in the least the high teens. I would imagine, yeah. But I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure I look it up. If only there was some kind of internet access we could have at our fingertips at any time. I hate Google. Let's you don't it. have to use Google. You, I can ask, you can ask Jeeves. Yeah, I don't like any of that. Before we had to like figure stuff out or talk to someone that remembered, now we just asked the, the idiot box and it's making everybody stupid. That's me on my soapbox being an old man. The music's too loud. It's actually a lot more than I thought. It's 20,000. Oh, a little over 20,000. Really? Actually closer to 21,000. Man, so if they're 60% sold, they're going to sell out. And that's coming from the... I guess like the basketball capacity. Like I don't know if okay, that, yeah, that's. Yeah. I don't even think that's necessarily wrestling capacity. That's not. It'll be, it'll be more. Yeah, because yeah, they can fill in some of the floor. Wow. Okay. I love how WWE is able to break a lot of records. No offense to them, but it's that it's because they can fit. They literally can fit more people into, into the room buildings, yeah. because they put people on the floor. Huh. Wow. Okay. So yeah, over twenty thousand people. Mm-hmm. Massacre Gardens. You're, you're doing a co pay per view with New Japan. Mm-hmm. We have to go. Do we have to go? Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of. I love that you've got the the bug to go. This is so much wrestling. You got you know, you won't go to Monday Night Raw in New Orleans, but you'll I have no interest in that at all. Fly to New York, <laughs> so, but I will definitely fly to New York to watch a the first wrestling company to be in Masquerade Gardens in ever. I remember when I they, mean other than WWE when they did the invasion angle. When they really kicked it off was when they were doing a show in Madison Square Garden. That's where Mike Awesome interfered in a hardcore uh, championship match and won the title. And JR would not shut up about it for the rest of the show. 
because of how disrespectful it was for a WCW wrestler to win something in Madison Square Garden. And at the time, as a kid, I was like, I don't what the he- what is the big deal? So again, it's regardless of the actual prestige or notoriety or anything like that, WWE considers Madison Square Garden their house. Even it is their house, but more specifically, that's definitely their place. I can't believe. I mean. It's because they signed that deal with the Barclays Center. They're doing all of their stuff at the Barclays Center, this the is, Hall of Fame. This is completely WWE's fault, by the way. Yeah. yeah. They could have easily... And the reason, if you don't know... Because Jay-Z threw all that money at them, I guess. WrestleMania weekend's happening in New York. They pretty much said, we're not going to do any events at Madison Square Garden. They're doing it at the Barclays Center and some other place. Um, no, it's all at the Barclays Center. It's all at the Barclays is Center. That when they did it in New Jersey, they had the Hall of Fame in Madison Square Garden. But then... They had the show at the stadium in MetLife. There you go. So it was always built as like a New York slash New Jersey kind of show. And they're doing the similar thing next year. But because, again, Madison Square Garden, the idea is that it's so small and that it's old fashioned that they wanted to move away. They haven't done like Raws or pay-per-views in nah, Madison they do Square a lot. In a they long do time. like giant house shows there. I think the last pay-per-view was Survivor Series 2011 where Punk won the title from Alberto Del Rio. Okay. Um, and they do house shows and stuff like that. A yeah, a lot. And the and the house show is always built up like a big deal. But yeah, they... the Undertaker teamed up with Roman Reigns yeah. at the last one. So and last year they had the uh, U.S. title switch between AJ and Kevin yep. to make it a big know. deal. But they signed a deal this year specifically to do the NXT Takeover, like the way they've been doing all the big four pay per views where they have they book a bu- a building there and they do NXT Hall of Fame. And they'll do Raw and SmackDown all at the Barclays Center. And the way I think I heard Meltzer say is that they had the option where they could, no one could book there because they always had the option to book there instead. And no one would ever try to book Madison Square Garden unless there was a draw of wrestling fans there, I guess, to begin with. Like, I don't think Ring of Honor would be trying to book Madison Square Garden just on a normal weekend. On a random weekend in July or something. It's WrestleMania weekend. Mm. But like I said, that Dragon Gate USA show. With with Champa and I mean uh, with Gargano and Ricochet was a big deal was a was a, like a was an indie dream match and it drew only three hundred thousand three hundred people and then a couple and then the next day Ring of Honor had a big pay per view and it only drew like I don't know maybe a couple thousand so the difference in just a few years is absurd that not only it's like that the issue was could they get the booking that WWE would allow not could they actually fill up the arena wrestling's a different world now wrestling's so different from even when i started again three years ago or two years what ago. is it though like why we've been doing a podcast coming up or we're coming up on two years which is yeah. kind of crazy but why all of a sudden do you think i don't know because I, I mean i think a lot of it has to do is and i think it's obvious and anybody that says different and we're gonna take a break here and we'll come back and finish talking about it but I think the Bullet Club has a lot to do with it. Yeah, but Bullet Club, I mean, I guess. They yeah. might, it's, yeah, they could have been around a long time, but whenever Cody and Omega and all That's them. It's Cody's re- fault. Yeah, a lot of it is Cody's fault. It's spiteful Cody. Cody's so <laughs> awesome. So we're going to take a break and we're going to come right back and we're going to finish talking about, we're going to talk about All In. We're going to talk about the G1. Um, we're going to talk about what's happened, some, I guess, on Raw and SmackDown. You don't have to be so disgusted about that. <sighs> talking about Raw, WWE. Yeah. SmackDown. There was some good stuff. There was some there very was good some stuff. There was some really so we'll good stuff. That. All right, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. 
your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast, the bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. So, um, I have some things that we're going to be doing during All-In Weekend that I'm not going to talk to you about at all, but I'm going to drop it all, the knowledge on you for, uh, right now on the podcast. Okay. I know you. Wow, that's, that's yeah, I know. affronting. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be shooting a vlog for the whole entire weekend. Okay. Our whole entire trip there. Uh, we're going to shoot all our day in Chicago and we're going to shoot, um, being at all in, in our trip back. So we will be vlogging and I'll probably put some good or some kind of video sometime yeah. that week. So after the event, you'll be able to see that. We're oh, also sure. probably going to live stream some stuff on oh, fa- wow. Facebook and okay. Twitter, possibly. We're going to do that. Yeah. So it, there's a lot for... We don't show our face a lot. I want us to be the new... I don't know. I like the Wrestle Talk guys. Let's throw that out. People, do people like Wrestle Talk or people listening to this going, oh, oh those uh, guys. I like the... It's because like they're British. It's because they're British. They are British. They're going to be at all in. I want to. I'd like to. Are meet, they? I'd like to meet them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody that cultaholic guys. Yeah, that, I would like to meet. Them. I like the cultaholic guys though. Yeah, I like them too. I even like the guys that people don't like from <laughs> like nice. you know, uh, they're not cultaholic guys anymore. But that's not getting into that. But the I mean, like you know, I do stuff with Wildcat. We have our Instagram page. We have all of our stuff. People know what we look like now. People know what we yeah. look like, but it's different doing video. Are you prepared for this? Because I've, I mean, I've done somewhatnerdy.com for okay, yeah, right. for eight years now. We I'm just we have somewhat used to have a popular YouTube channel that I let die that I don't do post anything on anymore. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> uh, we need to get in. We need to get on that. So yeah, so all in weekend we'll be doing hopefully a lot of videos for that weekend. Uh, just kind of documenting our. Our trip. We're not going to be able to sleep that entire weekend. I don't think so. No sleep till Chicago. Like, um, I think we're leaving here sometime Friday. So I'd like to go in... to the big podcast convention thing, but That's, I don't think we're going to be able to so make it. sold out, so it doesn't matter. Everything is sold out. Like, you sent me that Flip's barbecue thing, uh-huh. and I was, like, going to talk to the other guy that we're going with, Singletary, and then by before I was able to call him, they sold out. What about, like, the pre-show like in the parking lot show that's, that's the thing that's the, that's the sold out oh and that's what it is because he's he's he can't make it on the show so he's having a, so he's having a tailgating party yeah and okada is going to be there uh <laughs> flip, so random which is really weird uh but there's a few wrestlers going to be there that you can meet and it's like 20 dollars to get in so i was like man we're we should do that we're gonna have that day to do we stuff could crash it it's a ticketed event so yeah i'm not sure what we're gonna do i, I want to go to pro wrestling tees 
I definitely want to check out the store. I think it's going to be completely booked. Yeah. I don't think it's you're going to be able to get a, into there. It's turned into a whole weekend of things. Like, that we're not like going to be able to go to. Weekend. Yeah, it really is. Because even on Sunday, they're doing um, events at the convention center and everything. So. What is happening? Even I don't. I don't think Cody Rhodes knows what's happening. He seems flabbergasted at what's going on. Well, every time he like he, it seems like he keeps pushing it and pushing it, and to see where okay, it'll stop or the the ledge is here. Mm-hmm. But somebody keeps extending the the ledge out in front of him, and he's like, okay, let's see what else we can do. Yeah. Okay, let's see what else we do. Well, now my wife's gonna be able to watch us on WGN. Yeah. So they're gonna be on TV. Yeah. Cable. Cable. Regular cable across the country. And it'll also be on the app, too. So this is like the pre-show, even though they're not calling it the pre-show. Yeah. Well, pre- pre-shows are so not cool, and they also have to be four hours now, so. We were just talking about that. The SummerSlam is seven hours long, reportedly. Seven well, hours a long. five-hour main card. Seven hours. And two hours to talk about why, What's, why you need to Roman watch Reigns that. versus oh, Brock Lesnar. So let's talk about continue talking about good wrestling. Um, the all-in... Pre-show is going to have a Royal Rumble type thing. I'm really excited about that too. I like that. Uh, uh it's got Rocky in it. It's got I would imagine Colca Banas in Cole it. Colca in Moose it. is in it. Oh yeah, Moose is. In Ethan it. Page is in it. I'm some st- girls too. I don't care that I don't like Ethan Page as much as I do, but every time I see his face, I just get so annoyed. Uh, whoever wins that is also fighting uh, Jay Lethal on the main card. Oh, for the okay, belt. for the Ring of Honor title. So I'm imagining it's flip. <sighs> I don't want flip. I I like the idea. I want it to be flip doesn't get in. He doesn't get in at he all. He just doesn't get in. Okay. And then they tell him that he might be on it next year. Pre long term booking. Nice. <laughs> he can watch um, CM Punk at the show. Flip next just year. Uh, signed a two year deal with Ring of Honor too exclusively, so he won't be showing up on uh, Independence anymore. I like Flip. I didn't realize. I mean, maybe that was. Do people like Flip online? People like Flip. I know Cody doesn't like Flip, but I don't uh, think, I think that's Cody sincere. does. But the because I mean, well, we, he was on a lot of the shows we went to during yeah, Wrestle during WrestleMania weekend, and he did not get cheered one time. No, no. <laughs> he I think got it's booed just, a it's, lot. It's like the whole "it's fun to boo him" thing. Like he's you're supposed to boo him. But why, I don't know why that started. It all started from being elite. But I don't feel like he's been heavily like pushed or anything to the degree where mo- like most of the baby faces that I see get booed because they get over there's a reason there's a reason like i see and then like i remember jeff hardy getting booed because he was not performing at the level of the other guys things like that when he was on the indies but i don't think flips bad and he doesn't do i mean he does do all kinds of flips but so are the young bucks and they're not getting booed so i don't and he's usually in matches with them so i don't so i don't get what it is but yeah what is you know at this point i'm almost feeling like is, is like are the lights gonna go out and jerry lawler is gonna be in like the ring at all in like attacking like people with rvd and sabu or something like i don't you know what's what's happening so i'm fully expecting our mind to be blown at all in i almost feel like we need to lower the bar because i I think it's it's spiraling out of control raising the bar i am continuing to raise the bar every single time i think of something i'm like oh my god i I need that to happen now if it doesn't happen i'm gonna be severely disappointed but not really because i'm gonna be third row but i mean if you look at the matches that are booked they're not insane they're awesome they're going to be a very good show but i don't know if i should we should expect this to be like the show where things get booked in that in the crazy way we know wwe well but when i say that i was like no but that would be smart (laughs) to do it that way because new japan is so strictly sports 
you know, the realm of their world. Like, anytime anybody wins or loses anything in New Japan, it's it's newsworthy. Versus WWE, where it's all, no one even wants to talk about what's happening in the ring. They want to talk about what's going on booking-wise. And then All In has a chance to kind of carve its own niche, niche, niece. I don't think anybody fully understands what All In is going to be. No. I don't think Cody and the Young Bucks fully understand what they're going to do. But it's like it's being it's going to be available on what the Fight Pass. Yeah, and it's, it's like be available uh, on the... forty bucks. So it's a lifetime buy too. So you you own it for it's not just for that one time. Okay. You buy it, you have a copy of it forever. You download it, oh, I okay. think, actually. That's so. awesome. Then it's $90 for all the star cast, like the whole ticket. So you get access to all the panels. Okay. Uh, okay. Like right, everything they're saying. doing yeah, yeah, at the convention, yeah. they're going to be filming, and it's $90, and you get all of it. Wow. Okay. So it's, then... probably, it's probably worth it, because, I mean, this is like the, the DEFA WCW panel that they're doing with Eric Bischoff. Yeah. Uh, uh, who else is on it? Pritchard, uh, Kevin Nash, I think might be on it too. So there's a bunch of people from WCW that's, you know, doing a panel. And then like, I think Ring of Honor is also doing, like the Honor Club also is going to be showing. So Honor Club, if you too. are a member of Honor, the, the Plus um, subscription, you can watch it on their app too. So there's a bunch of ways, different ways to watch it, but $40 is probably the, the easiest, cheapest way to well, watch just like it. When it when it was first announced, I was still, and I was kind of holding on that it was going to be, the only way this will work to the degree where I think it can be what they want it to be is almost if it's not available to anybody to see. If it's just like, like if it's a house show, especially with the idea of like somebody appearing there, because I always thought like, People could only make appearance, but then I realized this isn't true, that people couldn't make appearances on televised things. Like if Daniel Bryan's contract expired and he had a 90-day no-compete clause, that meant he couldn't be on TNA or on pay-per-view, but he could just go to a wrestling show. But I don't think that's true either. I think it depends on what they let people So a lot of what Cody talked about, too, on he's got his own YouTube channel. I don't know if you're watching his videos. Yeah. Um, He's talked about that. He's like a lot of the problems they had was booking different people is because they do have contracts. Yeah, because Lucha Underground's got this guy, and Impact's got this guy, 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 Ring of Honor's got that guy. Ring of Honor. So they had to get approval from all these different companies. I'm pretty sure every company they ever they asked are except they, WWE, obviously. But but I don't they know. want the exposure though. I don't know if even even if they asked WWE, I somewhat expect the WWE guy to be there. Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy show up. Yeah, it's something like that. If WWE was smart, they would do that. Yeah, they would be like, go do that. You're WWE guys, and it's what blow our mind. People, you know, get to watch you, and maybe they'll come back and watch us. Well, especially with the way that they've been. Opening up with everything else is just amazing that they open up with so many other things. You got the stuff with Progress and Evolve, and then yet they're still, you know, this, which is because they don't know what it is, you know. And I think every company looks at All In as, well, it's doing so much for independent wrestling. Look at the NWA title. That alone, you know. And I have heard of like quite a few people's like, I didn't even know that was still a thing. I know. That's awesome. Well, now you know it. It's never never stopped being being a thing. So it's good that now this is going to be on a major card and a major fight, and Cody's fighting for it. So it automatically brings a lot of street cred to the belt mm-hmm. that it needed more for some strange reason. I want Cody to have it just so I can see his Instagram picture of him next to his dad wearing the Agreed. same belt. Yeah. That's a stupid way to say it. No, but I, I want to see it. But yeah. I mean, it's, this is truth. And I can see him winning it, too. Unless Magus. Magus. Magnus. Magus. 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 Wow. Magus. <laughs> 
Morgus the Magnificent. Call him by his official name, Mickey James's husband. That is Mickey James' husband. Yeah, did you not know that? No, I did, yeah, I did know that, but you I just forgot that? that. Yeah, Magnus, Nick Aldis. Um, Nick Aldis. I think he's the only employee for NWA, so I That's don't know if he's going to lose the belt. No. <laughs> so. Crimson. Come on, don't forget about Crimson. But yeah, the, the show is absurd. I just, It's just... Kenny's fighting it's a CM broken, Punk. It's a broken... Oh my god, don't say... St- they still haven't announced Kenny, what Kenny's doing. And that's, to me, the most telling thing. He's going to be in the Battle Royal, and he's going to fight Jay Lethal for the Ring of Honor title. No. Why does oh, that, that disappoint would, that, you? Actually, that wouldn't disappoint <laughs> me at all. But uh, Jay Lethal and Omega fight? Is that what you want to do as Omega? Look at everybody else that's, that's announced What is on with there. the hate for Jay Lethal? I like Jay I Lethal. I love Jay so. Lethal. But is that what you want to see? Do you want to see Kenny Omega and Jay Lethal? See, this match? is what I'm saying. Is that see, this is this is what I'm talking about right there? Is that you're building it up too much? Now it's like it's got to be this god match. There's got to be a god match on this show, and they don't have one yet. I think that a lot of those matches, they're all going to be awesome. Like uh, Marty versus Okada is going to be fantastic, but it doesn't have that. Like the Kevin Steen versus Nakamura match, where that match is not even a match. It's all hype. The, when the bell rings, the audience doesn't shut up. They're just so happy that this match is happening. That they could have just it's stood there and done Cody nothing. Cody and Kenny from Supercard of Honor. Yeah. What is the match? That this match, the show that needs card. that match. Yeah. And Kenny hasn't been booked yet, which assume mainly means that he's telling him versus somebody like that. But what I'm saying is that I don't know if they thought about this show being that kind of a show. I think I think Cody's smart enough to know that it need. He said in their original tweet of Wow, this whole idea he needed the Bucks, mm-hmm. he needed himself, and he needed Kenny Omega. Yeah, but Cody's already booked. Mm-hmm. The Bucks are and already the booked. The Bucks are already booked, and they're and teaming a really with good Co- match. and they're teaming with Ibushi, so it's not going to be Kenny versus Co- uh, Kota Ibushi. So who is Kenny fighting? Probably Taro Yano to get payback after the G1. So I, <laughs> I'm caught up except the last night okay. of uh, the G1. I watched every single night of the G1. I'm kind of proud of myself this yeah, year. Yeah, one of your eyes is a bloodshot. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Um, Kenny, I thought was going to clean sweep it. And then he had, I don't know if you remember, but his match was. The Stone Pitbull, my favorite. Ishii. Ishii. Yeah. God, I love Ishii. From last year. I know. the year before. Where it's really hard to watch. I want Ishii to win the G1. I know he won't. He's not, but... I want... Ishii's the one guy more than Kenny. Like, Kenny won winning the title. It's like, yeah, but he should be champion. It's not like... My heart is Ishii getting a genuine championship. He gets title shots at least once a year. Yeah, he does. Because he's too solid of a worker to not ever get back to that point. And then he kind of comes down... He teams with Toriano for a little while. He moves back into his singles, and he gets, he was never open weight champion. And his stuff with um, Hanma was amazing. He's a rep pro. I think he's still a rep pro. Champion. I think he's still rep pro yeah. champion. Um, I love. It's, he's it's, one of my favorite New Japan guys. He's always has been. I think one of my first matches I ever saw of him was against Sabata, and that is like if you've never seen it, it's literally two grown grown men beating the hell out of each other in the middle of the ring. So it's the first thing that sticks out was him. Because he's so small. Well, not small. Well, he's a pimple. He's so <laughs> short. <laughs> and he's got like these little, little baby pug. legs. They're not baby legs. They're just... They're baby legs. He's got those shooter boots on, so he looks, he looks like small. he's small. I mean, he's not a big guy at so all. So his match with Kenny last week is one of the hardest wrestling matches I've ever seen. Yeah. 
It is hard to watch. Because Ishii will throw everything you're willing to take, and Kenny is stupid, stupid. and takes everything. I am sick of watching Kenny I... in this year's G1. <laughs> I really, really am. Every time like I'm having to watch He's setting an impossible eyes, bar. He really is. It's He's been kind, doing that for it's two kind, years. It's kind of dumb now. I know. It's hit to a point where I like Kenny, like, just go out there and have him the match. Just like, like a normal match. I how many everybody how is okay many main events it. is he away from being Shibata? Man, so he's he's wrestling right now he's with a broken more... heel. Yeah, that they can't do anything about. But the only thing you can do about it is to take it easy on it. And he's <laughs> yeah. having a G one tournament. He's IWGP champion. He's not resting now. I know he can't wrestle right now. He's got a standard. That's what I was saying about that stupid. Once you become the guy that this is the expectation that people have. You have to live up to that. I, he kind of took it easy. I don't want to, you know, I love Kenny Omega, but when he was in New Orleans, the couple of dates he had, he kind of took it easy at those shows. He what they weren't, they were still stellar. Yeah, but, but I remember uh, people being kind of disappointed that he wasn't, you know, killing himself. Yeah, I don't need to see Kenny. Kenny is already kind of amazing, like mm-hmm. without him killing himself. Yeah. That he doesn't need that. No. And I definitely don't need to see it. Every single night yeah, for not... like two or three weeks. He's like Kurt Angle where he's going to break his neck. Yeah, again. he is going to yeah, going to do that. that. Which and is really get addicted to drugs, like, which we I mean, don't want to have happen. Well, he's straight laced, so I don't think that would happen. But yeah. oh. so anyway, the G one's been really good. Um, obviously, Jay White is maybe Dominating. my new favorite guy. Uh, on, Tanahashi. Yeah, what happened? You go listen to the podcast three weeks ago. I was like, oh, Jay White, I don't even care about. Yeah, but now. He's literally one of the best people in New Japan. It's amazing. Like I was going to say the same thing about Brock Lesnar in WWE a couple weeks ago. When he was doing his... He'd show up. It was, I never cared about the time of when he was away. I just always felt that they didn't capitalize on when he was there Back. to make up for it. And there were glimmers. Like his brawl with Samoa Joe, for example, last year. Was really good. That was excellent. But then they started kind of doing it all the time. Like every time he fights with Brom, is like, is this the week where, where the whole locker room has to come out and pull them apart kind of thing? Where it, it gets repetitive, which is not good, especially when he only shows up so many times. So it's not like so you're forgetting like about all of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when he showed up and he's wa- reading, you know, Hunter's magazines backstage and like assaulting people and talking for himself, I was like, this is amazing. Just because it's like, oh, I forgot. Even though he's Mr. UFC, Brock Lesnar knows how to be a wrestler. Not just wrestle, but like be a professional wrestler, be a character. And it was great. All of his stuff with Paul Heyman. Yeah, the Paul Heyman stuff is That promo from Paul Heyman this week was is, amazing. It really is. Like and Paul Heyman those, just you can just tell he understands wrestling I don't on think, a level that people don't get. I don't think anybody Paul Heyman's gonna go down as one of the greatest minds in professional wrestling of all time i, I think that's not even debatable like so. not even debatable he his under like you said like this like oozing of understanding of wrestling he's one of those guys where it's like watching a really good actor i, I you know like almost like a i don't want a good example like maybe like a leo dicaprio or a, the kinds of guys that take roles where while they're acting you're kind of aware that they're acting but you're going wow, this is really good, like, kind of thing where you're kind of meta outside and involved at the same time, which is what wrestling is. You know, they're all playing characters that you are trying to believe is real, but then you know it's not real all at the same time. And Paul Heyman just, God. Gets it. He just gets it. He kind of did this kind of breakdown thing 
a few years ago when he was feuding with Punk. Mm-hmm. But it didn't work because he was with Ryback, who oh, he just God. couldn't lean on yeah. the same way. Because it's Ryback. But this stuff with Lesnar, where it, and then from the meta narrative too, it makes you go, like, he's like, well, maybe Lesnar's going to sign a big deal. Like, is it going to be a swerve or is it a swerve on a swerve? All those kinds of things that makes you doubt what you think is going to happen. And when you doubt that, then you're interested in the match because you don't know what's going to happen. So, I'm kind of two minds about it because at the moment, I don't know if he's going to lose the belt next week. Yeah. Like, everything's pointing towards Roman winning the belt. It was, and as it was like, he was pointing towards him winning every at WrestleMania. Time. And obviously he could. And obviously he could win clean without Paul Heyman joining him. He could yeah, turn yeah. and have Paul join. There's so many different kinds of things that could happen. And whoever's not interested in this match now... Mm-hmm. Just can't get over their hate for Roman. If Lesnar, even if he loses, if this is Lesnar's last match, he has to lose to Roman and put over Roman. And anybody that thinks and any not, different just doesn't understand. And not a cash in because then yeah. it's a waste of of years Everything. and years and years. Every it's a it's compl- Would you rather just Roman just disappear and everything? You go. Oh, well, every past two years, well, this is completely gone. But it's not even about Roman. It's about that Lesnar has not been pinned for a championship since 2004. Is it 2004? When Eddie Guerrero Eddie beat him Guerrero. for the title. Yeah, I knew no that. No one has taken a title from Lesnar. Seth Rollins did it, but then they protected Lesnar then when he pinned Roman Reigns. And they could do the same thing again with money they make. But again, they have not passed that buck of the guy that broke the Undertaker streak. That's ne- That's been pinned by, I think, like half a dozen people in his entire career. It needs to go to somebody, I, it, and they've picked Roman. It doesn't have to be Roman, but it's just whoever they pick needs to do it. I don't uh, want Roman to go and to the it is Roman, seat, you know? and it needs to be Roman. But I, then, it wouldn't surprise me if he kept the belt and just was champion, and then... UFC champion? And then Roman and then Roman loses his mind. Well, the other thing is, I mean, I would actually like to see a Paul Heyman-Roman Reigns teaming. Yeah. yeah. But the whole thing is, Roman doesn't need... The 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 mouthpiece. Well, you know that I never thought that Lesnar needed a mouthpiece. I don't. Either. I don't think he does either. But and, I, and apparently, you know, he does. You know but... who definitely didn't need a mouthpiece was CM Punk, and they put Paul That's Heyman with Punk too. Yeah, yeah. The difference is that Paul Heyman had a genuine friendship and working relationship with both Lesnar and with Punk, and it worked really well. The guys that they put him with, one was that it was temporary, but when they put him with Curtis Axel, when they put him with Ryback, when they put him with Cesaro. Like no one even remembers that happened because yeah. it was just not. But they've tried to put him with other people, but it apparently didn't work. he's been working with Roman a lot behind stage. So okay, he's writing all he's writing all Roman's promos too. Apparently. He wrote did he write that line where you can't kick out the big dog because then who's gonna watch the yard? Man, they, you line? know I am, which everyone's really hating on. Which I didn't think it was that bad. But it's it, not it, that it bad. was bad, but it wasn't. Like... But it's not. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard on. The, it's not the worst <laughs> no, thing yeah. that's ever came out of his mouth. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, the big dog thing is. I don't. It's it's like Vince McMahon heard that once and was like, "Big dog." I yeah. Remember, well, I, I remember like when Undertaker said it back when he first became the American Badass, which was also a stupid nickname that they threw on him from Kid Rock. That I remember thinking that that was dumb. Yeah. The I remember telling someone that like he like if you try me I'll make you famous. Like he was doing like a bunch of nicknames and I remember like catchphrases. I was like if you try me I'll make you famous. I'll beat you up so bad that you'll be famous. I was like that's good. It's like and he's got this other one where like that's my yard and they're like no, no, don't like that. I was like yeah. So people it, it barely worked with Undertaker. But, so but Roman he had the needs credibility to, to go it. more towards the things that like that piss off people. It's like I ain't going anywhere. Boo all you want. Yeah. Just really getting in the face of the crowd. 
like my, it's when it he matter? got suspended. Does it matter though? I when mean, when he got suspended last year, uh, right before he got suspended, and before we knew he was getting suspended, when he turned around and snapped at the crowd, "Hey, dudes, go and drink your beer. Sit down. Shut up." It was two years ago. Was that two years ago? Two thousand sixteen. Sure. When he lost the belt to Ambrose. God, was that's that right. That's two right. Two years yeah. ago. That was like, damn. That was like one of the coolest things Roman's ever done. Yeah. When so he's, he's going to win himself? the belt. When he's yeah. just himself, uh, uh, yeah. So that's happening. Um, we also have uh, Ronda and Alexa. Bliss, which Ronda had her first Raw match this week. It was okay. It Alexa, was okay. I mean, Alicia Fox was in the main event of Raw, which is... Odd she didn't get her entrance music, but I thought that was, you know, special. Was... I mean, I like Alicia. She has got a really, really outstanding Northern Lights suplex. She really does. Yeah, you knew what I was going to say. I knew what you were going to say. She really does. She really does. Uh, it's probably the it best. It should be ever. her finish. I can't believe she still uses. It doesn't that make any kick. sense that it's not her finish. <laughs> I don't know who it was. I think it might have been um, Doctor Tom Pritchard was giving pointers at a seminar I was at a long time ago, and I was just no. And he's like, "Don't if don't do your best move in the middle of your match. Build up. Nice. <laughs> if that move is better than your finish, it." No, that's not a sentence. Your finish is your best move. Don't, you know, I remember thinking about about Roman when he started doing that sit down power bomb. I was like that sit down power bomb looks a lot better than that Superman punch. You know, but the <laughs> Superman punch is a signature. That sit down power bomb is not a signature. You know, they don't have a nickname for that move, kind of thing. Like that should be his equivalent of Dolph's famouser, in my opinion. Agreed. The famouser thing Agreed. works because it w- it was somebody's yeah. famouser finisher. Everybody's like you know. Uh, transition moves or finishing moves from years ago, but then you got guys like Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley who have got like basic, you know, running power slam. You want to talk about the uh, vertical suplex? Other great match from uh, this week. From which week? SmackDown. From SmackDown. Oh, the Nakamura and r Truth. Dude, I was gonna say. Okay, I do want to talk about the tag team match main event, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. amazing. It was really, really good. However, and I've seen a lot of people. I don't. I was never the biggest fan of r Truth. I remember when he was in TNA, he was, you know, I guess he was, he was all right. He was, you know, he was our top guy for a while and his stuff with Road Dog and Billy Gunn was interesting. But ever since he came back, he's had his moments, but he's always been a joke, mm-hmm. not Santina Morella levels of genuine comedy. But, but I mean, a couple years ago close. when he first started doing a thing where he would mistake, forget things, forget things. He what brought kind the ladder out of the Royal in. Rumble. Right, right. I always thought that stuff was funny. I know a lot of people really don't I like our truth because he doesn't, I think the use of him here was, and the, what they've been doing with Tyler Dillinger is actually really working. The idea mm-hmm. that where people know this kind of awareness of where, you know, you are on the card. Like, I don't like guys. It feels like everybody's trying to be what they're doing with Mojo Rawley, where they want to try and make everybody seem like a big deal. So they have to protect everybody. So then everybody gets, you know, the 50 50 booking. The authors of pain are trading wins with the with Titus Worldwide. Doesn't make any sense. You know, all those kinds of things. Finn Balor and Baron Corbin. Like, everyone's like, why did Finn lose clean to Baron Corbin? The answer is they're trying to build up Baron Corbin. Yeah. So it's everybody's kind of got this level of. We want to raise everybody up so then nobody's being raised up. Whereas our truth is this designated our truth is not going Lower anywhere. He's on the bottom court card. And he knows it and is trying to move up. So he's challenging guys and as is Tyler Jiller out of their league. And you you appreciate the gusto, but then they get squashed. And then Nakamura beats him. And then well, here's the real challenger, and then Jeff Hardy comes out of it. Mm-hmm. That's the way it should work. I the, one of the 
things that gets underappreciated about the Attitude Era with all the titles they had is that everybody had an awareness of where they were on the card. The tag teams were good being tag teams. And WWE is kind of gearing towards that here and there in places too. You've got you know the Bar and the New Day and the Usos who seem to revel in their place. Which I'm actually surprised about that the New Day has moved back into the tag team stuff because it looks like they were so going to start pushing at least some of the guys to well, do they're solo gonna, if stuff. If they're going to do that, they got to swerve all the way back left before they swing right. You think that's what it I is? I think that is what's going to happen. Okay. Um, I think they're probably going to win the titles at SummerSlam right. to make it seem like everything's hunky-dory. And then something will happen. I, I mean, I they think that. I don't they think might they, not. I don't think they need to break up. I'm thinking it proved that they can work as a slow, solo wrestlers as still being a team. I thought all that stuff that they were doing a few months ago was tests to start trying to do that. Like, but was then, either Big E, and it needs to be Big E. Yeah, but then plans change because WWE does not like teams. They don't like teams. I know. That doesn't make any sense. Um, but the New Day and the Bar had a match it that was, was like almost 30 minutes long. And it was awesome. Yeah, it was it was damn amazing. But it was it, it hurt me to watch it and know, like, because I love Cesaro as a tag in the in when he's tag team wrestling. He's the king of tag teams. No pun intended. To, you know, poor Cassius Ono. All of his tag team partners are doing way better than he's been doing. And then Sheamus, I I've never liked Sheamus half as much as I've liked him since now, he's been in yeah. the bar. And then the new day when they get time to tell matches are excellent. I mean, Kofi Kingston. He always does the same. Like, he's not doing anything different than he used to, but he just seemed like he was had more pep in his step during that match. I don't know. It's It, all, it all felt really the, good. All of the New Day, and it's something I noticed about them, when they're really into a match, they're really on. Yeah. Like, really, really on. They're like a next year Randy Orton in terms of if Man, they care. Speaking they, of Randy Orton. You, you like, like it? I, I actually like everything that's going on I think everything that's going on on SmackDown is, is really, really, really good. good. The Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, the real, like real story stuff that they're yeah. doing with them you know outside of wrestling i feel like aj lost what he was trying to get across in his promo this week because he was supposed to, i feel like he meant to come out and say we got to sacrifice for you know our families but you know i'm a champion and i can do both and he kind of got lost and like yeah i want to be a dad and yeah but i'm not and like and then he's like wait that's not what i meant to say <laughs> like like i didn't i didn't I mean understood to be like, what you were saying yeah it's he, just he's more like he got lost a little yeah but it's more of this the the real but the the base of what they're doing doing is really good because we know that they are really friends in real life we know that they've had a lot of history together you know tna and stuff like that uh so all that, like no stories always are better because it's real and then the miz and daniel bryan which the, I've, 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 it's awesome but i still think it's too early and i can't believe they're doing it already. well the way they're doing the feud on tv feels kind of holding like the, it's a lot of miz getting heat from the fact that he's a reality tv show and not really wanting to feed it like he finally kind of cut into him about the history of stuff but it felt like it feels like when daniel bryan was trying to not be focused on in the weeks leading up to wrestlemania 30 but then when he got to the show like, I think they're going to do a video package. The video package for the Miz Dana Bryan match is going to be one of the best things. Yeah, I would year. agree. I, yeah. I think I can. And tell there's so already. much stuff they can pull from to do that, too. Yeah. So. And I try to watch through WWE's revisionist lens. Like, they'll do the thing, they'll do a clip show of Roman losing the Blesner and all that stuff. And I'll just try to pretend that that's. And beating that's Undertaker. The truth. Yeah, all that stuff. They're the two guys that beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania. But the feud's not ending at WrestleMania because we have to push it to SummerSlam. All he right. beat him at SummerSlam last year, too. That's In a... the Fatal 4-Way, he pinned Roman Reigns last oh, year. Oh, yeah, he did, huh? Mm -hmm. So, fifth time's the charm. Alright, well, that was our show. <laughs>
Let's go ahead and end on that note. Uh, next week we'll be doing our uh, SummerSlam picks. Yeah. You want to do takeover picks too? Yeah, let's do takeover picks too. So it's going to be a long show probably next week. We'll do our, well, I guess we'll have a whole show about WWE. Why do you, what is wrong with WWE? <laughs> well, that's what it is, is that like, like they have... I don't spend thousands of dollars to go to WWE shows. That's what's wrong with WWE. But that, I'm just saying, what, what do you want from WWE? Like what would WWE have to do for you to change your mind about At this that? point, I have no idea. I really don't. Because sometimes I think about like even the commentary. And I watch it. And I watch it religiously. I watch every single pay-per-view. I watch, you know, every week. Most of the time I, I try to watch Monday Raw and SmackDown. But With that been, hope in your gut that it'll be different. That it'll be better. Yeah. And it's not even that it's bad because it's really good sometimes. The Drew McIntyre Dolph stuff I still think well, is really Drew McIntyre really good. I still think is probably one of the best wrestlers yeah. in the whole entire world. I so. think Paul's stuff on Monday was great. I thought the New Day stuff. I thought I, the, like all the I Charlotte. thought all the stuff with Becky Lynch. Yeah, the yeah, Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Really Peyton Royce is on SmackDown, so I don't know how you can't you can complain about that. I mean, where's, Billy K. Where's there. Mandy Rose? I'm all I know more Peyton Royce, less Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. <sighs> You're crazy. Yeah. Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe to this podcast, iTunes, whatever podcast app you are using. Make sure you share with your friends, please. You got wrestling friends that listen to podcasts or friends that listen to podcasts that don't watch wrestling. Even it above, just make them listen. Yeah, make them listen about it. I feel like we actually probably do get a good bit of listeners that don't watch wrestling. I feel like that we talk about that almost every other week where like, yeah, there are a bunch of people like, I don't know what y'all are talking about, but I like listen i get informed so we, from the show i know we get a, a lot of crossover from the other podcasts in the network mm-hmm. like people just check out the other shows in the network because yeah. they either like me for some strange reason or yeah, i don't know why it's kind of just natural um but i know there's people that don't really watch wrestling that listen to our podcast because we get messages about it yeah They're like i have no idea what you're talking about but it sounds like you'll know what you're talking about that's good to, that's good to hear you, i think, yeah. I think. Uh, but go leave us a review so if you're listening you to this think podcast that they would if they knew what they if they knew what we were talking about that they would think that we don't know what we're talking about but because they don't know what we're talking about they think we know what we're talking about how about you leave a comment in the <laughs> comment page on someone that's our website and let us know if we sound like we know what we're talking about or that we don't know what we're talking about. I said it way better. Yeah, I know. I'm confused. I confused myself. Yeah, like I said, go leave us a review. Any podcast app you're using, stars, hearts, hugs. Five stars, hugs. Whatever Bailey, it is. Bailey hugs, Sasha kisses. Oh, God. Sammy kiss, kisses. We have been your your hosts. Buku Dao Sushi. I am Snarf Chris. And this is Sam Chris. And we'll see you next Friday. Thank y'all.